This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today on the newscast, renowned historian Victor Davis Hanson joins us to break down the Great Reset and the goal of global elites to erase national sovereignty and borders. That's next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We want to get right into it today with renowned historian, Hoover Institution Senior Fellow and Professor Victor Davis Hanson. He joined me recently on our TBN special, What is the Great Reset?, where he broke down not only the history of attempts to establish a one-world government, but also today's attempts by global elites to control your life. And folks, remember, it's not a conspiracy theory when the people behind it are saying out loud, openly, what they intend to do. Hey, two quick things before we get to the interview. Number one, be sure to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. And to get the kind of cutting-edge content that the so-called mainstream media will not touch. And number two, you can watch my entire special, What is the Great Reset?, right here on our channel under the category TBN Specials, hosted by Eric. It features my interviews with some incredible voices on this subject, including Victor Davis Hanson, Pastor Jack Hibbs, the Kwok Brothers, and more. Here's my interview with Victor Davis Hanson. From Pharaoh to Rome, from Napoleon to Hitler, many empires have tried to impose their will on the world, but none of them had the advanced technology that we have today with everything from the internet to AI. It's technology that in many cases is used for good, but can easily be misused by those who have an obsession with control. And we are joined by Hoover Institute senior fellow, Victor Davis Hanson. Professor, great to have you with us. You know, the elites who are pushing the Great Reset Agenda tell us that we'll own nothing, we'll have no privacy, and yet we'll be happy. How exactly does that work? And what is the real end game here? Well, it doesn't work. And the real end game is that uh, a self-appointed group of people in Europe and the United States mostly, but also westernized countries like Japan, South Korea, Australia, etc. But mostly it's Western or westernized elites who have done very well uh, out of you know, neoliberal capitalism and have made more money and have more influence and power than anybody would ever imagine. The history of civilization have gotten together and they feel that they have a formula that they're going from top down to impress on the rest of us. And there's certain protocols that they abide by. One is they're never subject to the consequences of their own ideology. So they have to be anointed and exempt. So John Kerry has to have a private plane on our behalf, or Al Gore's got to get a 10,000 square foot home on our behalf, or Michael Bloomberg 
uh, and Bill Gates have to fly all over the world and invest billions of dollars in communist China on our behalf. And their, their goal is to supersede the constitutional governments in Europe, the United States with a supra government under their control. So if Ireland wants to have a lower capital gains tax than say the EU countries in average, they can't do that because that would be uh, freelancing. Or if the United States meets the Paris Climate Accords without being a part of it, that doesn't matter. It's a renegade state. And uh, so there's been these experiments throughout history Alexander the Great's Brotherhood of Man, Napoleon's Continental System, uh, some of the people that dreamed up the League of Nations that wanted one Esperanto as a, as a universal language. But they've all failed because history shows us that the most effective means of organizing people in, is the nation state under a constitutional system that reflects unique character characteristics, protocols, traditions within defined borders. And that's what they're trying to destroy. Professor, you are an historian and you've tackled totalitarian movements in your work time and time again. What sets the Great Reset apart? Why is this particular agenda different? Is technology the deciding factor here? It seems a whole lot easier these days to really enforce global governance, whether through a digital currency, digital ID, why is this different? Well, that's their words. That They say it's different and it will succeed where other utopian schemes have failed because we're a global village now. And so they're, they're not shy about suggesting that uh, the ability to call somebody up halfway across the world on your cell phone or to look uh, to email instantaneously or to have TikTok uh, in every nation or Facebook in every nation uh, has created a one world culture. And that has made these previously failed political efforts viable now, at least they feel that. And there's no it's no accident that some of the people who are driving this come out of Silicon Valley, especially because they profit from it. And uh and so they feel there's one international culture and that culture has been organic and it, all it needs now is a formalized political structure so that, you know, somebody in Montana doesn't light a fire out in his yard to have a barbecue or some uh, somebody in London doesn't cook on a natural gas stove or somebody um, in Nigeria doesn't pass a law suggesting your your sex is determined biologically. That's what they're after. And it seems like a sovereign United States is a big problem in that regard. Is a crisis, uh, you know, some, some in the progressive movement had said, hey, never let a crisis go to waste. It seems like they became much more open about this, the Great Reset crowd, with the onset of COVID. Now climate, yeah. they're painting as a great existential crisis, equity, and a number of crises they're throwing at us are they using that in many ways as a pretext to just increase control? Well, they say they are. I mean, Klaus Schwab, as you know, wrote a book called COVID and the Great Reset. And he said this was the panic that induced global cooperation and lockdowns and uniform policies about social distancing and mask wearing could be superimposed in peacetime or non-plague time. Uh, as a, and that shows you what the world can do if it has a sufficient terror Hillary Clinton said that 
she never let a crisis go to waste that COVID allowed her, she thought, to promote single-payer health care. Here in California, Gavin Newsom said, well, it's tragic about COVID, but it has at least given us a chance to have, quote, a more progressive capitalism. So that's what everybody thought. And the premise of the subtext of that is that nobody in their right mind would willingly surrender their sovereignty over to this group of people who have no allegiance to any particular nation and uh, never, as I said, live by their own ideology. So there has to be a, either coercion or people have to voluntarily give up their sovereignty because they're scared to death about climate or COVID or energy crisis. So they try to, you know, they really do want to cut back on fossil fuels. So that could create a, a crisis. Or they tell people in Holland or Europe that nitrogen levels are too high in farming. And therefore, we've got to cut back on, on this or that. So they're always looking for a crisis to allow them to kind of sneak in with political authoritarianism. Yeah, you've talked a lot about this woke movement and cancel culture here in the United States. Do you see those two movements, cancel culture, wokeness, as pillars, in a sense, of this great yeah. reset? I think they're just our generation's uh, terms for cultural Marxism. That's an ancient idea going back to the 19th century, and it was popular in Italy by Gramsci and others. It just meant that the idea of financial or economic Marxism, that is the abolition of private property or mandatory sharing or punitive uh, confiscations of wealthy people's money, that could be transferred to the cultural realms. realm. So, uh, that people who enjoy success in sports or in Hollywood or in foundations or the media, they would have to give up and share so they would be not singular or exceptional. And last question here, Professor. Uh, they, the people like Klaus Schwab, the people at Davos, the people behind the Great Reset Agenda, they're really quite open. They're saying, as you mentioned earlier, we, we are trying to advance a Great Reset. It's not a conspiracy if they're actually verbalizing it. For the United States in particular, the Western world in general, what's the way forward here? It seems like this agenda is pretty far down the road. Uh, what's the way forward for us here in America? Well, I think there's been a pushback. We saw it with the Trump candidacy and, and four years of presidency. And I think now the opposition to it, for better or for worse, is in the Republican Party and the, the old globalist uh, interventionist, I guess you would call it the McCain, the Bush, the Romney nexus is over with. So whatever a candidate is, a serious candidate to hold higher office, either president, vice president, or Senate, and it's going to be in opposition to the Great Reset. They're going to be for border security. They're going to be not for optional military operations in the Middle East. They're going to be for energy self-sufficiency. They're going to be for a unique American culture that privileges the middle classes. That's a new, I mean, that's against the old stereotype of the Republican Party is silk stocking aristocrats on the golf course. So it, that's the revolutionary reaction in this country. And it has counterparts in Europe. You see it with demonstrations in France and Britain. So I think there's a lot of anger toward these elites. A lot of it comes from their hypocrisy. And they're just simply not willing to live uh, in the manner they want everybody else to. We live in interesting times, dangerous times. 
Victor Davis Hanson, we're so glad we have you sounding the alarm about this. Thank you so much for your time. God bless. We'll see you again soon. Thank you. Thanks again to Victor Davis Hanson for those great insights. Folks, again, check out my TBN special, What is the Great Reset, which you can find right here on our channel under TBN Specials. Hey, we live in prophetic times, Bible times, but through it all, be encouraged because God still sits on the throne. Thanks for joining us here today on The Watchman. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.